Alexander Snitker, libertarian, Republican, and political hack, and Adrian Wiley, born-again anarchist and political has-been. Banter, blather, and joke about current events while attempting to figure out whether to keep trying to salvage our constitutional republic or just stock up on marshmallows to roast on the smoldering embers of society. It's time for Unattended Baggage. Why, thank you, Ledge. Hello, everyone in Podcastville or Internet Land or wherever you may reside. This is Alex, co-host, Unattended Baggage. Along with me is my radio life mate, the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Adrian, chairman of the Beatles, Beatles, Touchdown Series, Jensen, Mitty Verwitz, Central Florida, Guild of Professional Anarchists, Local Chapter 151, Wiley, son of a bitch. How are you, sir? Why well, you got to be like that? No, I'm starting off like that. Yeah. You know, th- this is going to be a very angry and aggressive show, at least on my part. Why do you hate me? Um, Because you sent me a fucking meme of <laughs> Dr. Evil. <laughs> well, whatever you say, Slick. Yeah. Well, slick? What's the slick for? Your fucking hair, man. You look like Dapper Dan going on there. <laughs> Brill cream, just a dabble, do you? Look, it is it is beard oil, is what it is. <laughs> hey, the hell did you put beard oil in your hair? All right, so here's the thing. So, like, I, I like to use the beard oil on my beard, right? Right. But then, because Danielle likes my hair to grow out, I've which, been, by I've the been way, you don't really out. have a beard. What do you mean? Of course, you, I have a beard. You've got a little little scruff, little stubble going on there. Okay, look, just because I'm not fucking all ZZ topped out like you. Doesn't mean I don't have a beard. I got my beard caught in the seatbelt this morning. <laughs> Did you really? <laughs> tried to tried to tilt my head back, and it was like, <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, that would suck. Yeah, little, little, some of the downsides of having a glorious beard. Yes, yes. Now, before the show, we were talking about clothes. I was uh, mentioning your uh, F shirt. Not F shirt. E F F. Uh, how do you? Oh, yeah, uh, I guess I guess it's the pronunciation of F. <laughs> you know, good point. I'll tell you what. For a smart guy, sometimes you're stupid as shit. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't even think of it that way for a second. But no, it's an electronic frontier foundation. I you, donate you gave to them, them. You gave them money. Why yeah, would you donate to them? Uh, because it's a great organization. What makes them so great? Uh, they d- defend internet privacy and uh, things of that nature. Good organization. All right, there you go. If you're not familiar with them, look them up. EFF.org is their website and yeah i give them some money i give them about 20 bucks a month you that's know, cool like that yeah yeah that's so cool. so i got a t-shirt out of the deal so well there you go all right all right but, so, uh, h- hang on a second i i gotta tell another clothes shopping story yes please do uh so my son's wedding is coming up right and so what's, what's the name of his of his husband uh bob uh, <laughs> no he he's getting uh, married to a young, uh, lovely young lady named uh, Kristen. no no she's hot uh oh you met her yeah, she actually is good looking. Well, woman. no, no, he yeah. has he has Facebook. Oh yeah, you, you've uh, you've stalked him on Facebook a little bit, yeah, a little bit. Yeah. She's hot though, right? Yeah, he, he did all right for himself. I'm trying to reach out, but, but you know, uh, I haven't got anywhere. Uh, of course, <laughs> he'd kick your ass, dude. Well, here's the thing, man. You know, the dick pic DMs just don't work like they used to anymore. So. <laughs> man, this is going to be a shitty show. I, I, you know, I'm just feeling it right now. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> we get paid for the attempt. <laughs> yeah. All right, go ahead. So uh, we're uh, last Sunday. The wife and I are down. Uh, uh, where did we go last weekend? Nokomis Beach. Uh, we always try on Sundays. We try to go find a you know interesting spot around Florida and hang out there for the day. And so we're coming back. We're going by Ellington Mall, and, and my wife's like, "You got to get something for the wedding. You got to buy some new clothes for the wedding." I'm like, I got suits. I got shit. You know, I just pair on, throw on a pair of jeans and a Hawaiian shirt. Shirt. It's an outdoor wedding, but. She wasn't having it. So we go into 
pretty much every fucking store in Ellington, you know, the outlet mall there that they have down in Bradenton, right oh, on yeah, 75. That, oh, I yeah, I got you, I got you. I've never been to that mall, but I've driven by it a bunch of times. Yeah, it's you know, it's just like an outlet mall. It's the same one they have up on uh, 54, same type of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So anyway, we go in there. We're going to a bunch of different places, and um, um, I, I find this jacket, cool blue, you know, thin designer jacket, and you know, I open it up, look at the price tag, $1,350. Oh, my God. Right. Well, that's not outlet mall pricing, I got to tell uh, you. No, no. But then I, I turned the tag over, and it was marked down. 90 bucks <laughs> it was only marked down 90 bucks it was, was marked, marked down, down two? to 90 bucks yeah okay that that first tag was a lie <laughs> no no it's actually a, it's an italian made designer um yeah i i don't i can't remember the designer uh but uh yeah it was like calamari or something like that <laughs> that's oh, not I, love, it, but, I love calamari i know that, that that's not the name i of get the, calamari at carabas I, I like calamari too but that's not the name but it's something similar to that but yeah, I got a, a, a you know almost fourteen hundred dollar uh, designer jacket for uh, ninety bucks at Saks Fifth Avenue Outlet. Nice. Yeah. So yeah. you're wearing that in jeans then? Uh, yes, probably so. <laughs> I'll, I'll throw a t-shirt on, throw the jacket on. I figure, yeah. Look, I'm showing up in a you know fourteen hundred dollar jacket. Nothing else I wear matters. You know. All right. Listen, here's the thing. So the, so look, I, look, I, I I like your sons. I like your whole family. As a matter of fact, however, I, I I'm I'm required at this point to say something knowing that saying this might actually cause it to be true and i do apologize in advance for oh, this, shit. this is but be. i i want to call this now okay is that outdoor weddings are the worst fucking idea ever oh i agree <laughs> yeah i agree yeah like especially out, outdoor outdoor weddings in florida in summer during rainy season yes yes even under the best conditions it's going to be hot as balls yeah okay yeah. that that not to mention that the odds of it raining are well, it's a morning Somewhat wedding, elevate. so, so at oh, least it's a mor- it's, yeah. But around here, man, it's it been raining in the mornings right. lately. Yeah, normally so. that'd be a safe deal. Well, Hold on, a morning wedding, by the way, like what time? Like ten o'clock. It's a brunch, and we're doing a brunch for the reception. Yeah, holy crap! Okay. Yeah, it kind of a, yeah, it works for them. I don't care. I told them they should just elope. Would have saved me a shitload of money. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> but uh, anyway, I, I'm not too happy with my, the the son that's getting married. Uh, anyway, yeah, why not? So, well, you know, I told you about that Sunday, right? Wife and I spend all day at the beach. We go shopping. Um, you know, uh, got a phenomenal deal on that jacket. So, really, we had the perfect female day. Uh-huh. And basically, I had gotten her motor running, and I'm thinking, oh yeah, it's time to yeah, this is, this is work yeah. this. Yeah, this is, we're we're gonna get home, and things are gonna get fun. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Oh yeah. You know how it is. I mean, you you have that kind of thing when you know you get your woman really in yeah. the mood. You're playing a little high yeah. salami. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You know, some of those things that she only lets you do once in a while type of thing. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. I got you. I yeah. got you. I'm so, thinking of what you put so down. So I'm thinking that. And we're about a mile from home, and my oldest son calls us up and says, hey, uh, where are you guys at? Well, we're coming home from the trip. Oh, I'm going to come over for a little bit and hang out with you guys. I'm like, fuck. You motherfucker. Yeah. And we're on speaker. Cock-blocking motherfucker. <laughs> it's like, you know, you've been cock-blocking me for almost 30 years now. <laughs> Ever since you were born. Yeah. <laughs> so he came over and hung out. And at least, he, you know, he recovered well because he brought some homemade pulled pork. So, you know, I was, uh, I didn't get my pork pulled, but at least I got to have some. Well, yeah. yeah, I mean, if you're not going to be able to use your meat, at least you should bring some good meat. Exactly. Over. So that was good. And, you know, he, he hung around till about uh, 9 o'clock, 9.30. And then the second he walked out the door, the wife was, I'm going to put my pajamas on. I'm like, ah, 
so much for that, huh? So it didn't work. Yeah, huh? nah, it the didn't time work had passed. The time had passed. Window of opportunity. Had you should just wait till she was sleeping, and then just pulled her fucking pants down and done it anyway. You know, uh, she doesn't really react well to that most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> None of them do. <laughs> right. None of them do. <laughs> so it's anyway. why I pick up a. It's why I pick up a decent amount of hookers. Right. Because it happens to a lot of other people. Uh, yeah. Good segue. So, but I like I. So th- this week has been a shitty week. Yeah. In Uber, by the way. My Uber experience this week has not been a good one. It has been a <laughs> shitty one. Has it? Yeah. First off, let me start with, like, um, tips are way down this week. Yeah. Now, it's not just for me, because I actually picked up a bartender. Bartender told me the same thing. He's like, it's been, like, we he was talking to his other bartender people and other people in the service industry, and that tips are just way down this people week. People are finally starting to feel it. Here's the thing. I actually think what it is probably is an end of the month thing. Oh, okay. More than that. However, Have you seen that on other end of the month periods, or from time to time? Okay. From time to time, you see that, but it could be a sign of a recession or things like that. But that's not really the the big thing I wanted to bring up this week in the Uber stories segment, which I only really get one. But I think that there's three that you're going to like. One. Is, uh, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> hang on a second. I only get one, but I think there's three you're going to like. So what you're saying is you're going to go ahead and tell three. No, you're not. You get one in the first hour, and then you can tell the other two in the second hour. All right. I'm telling all three, and I'm going to tell them all right now. No, you're telling so the, the first tell thing, the white lie. No, no. Okay, so here's what happened. So there's this bar in downtown, or in Ebor called right. the White Lie. Have right. you ever been there? No, I have not. Okay. So I guess it is a black bar. I, I don't know Which, this. <laughs> great name for a black bar. Yeah, the White Lie, right? <laughs> yeah. So, But also, it's a very open kind of bar where you can just kind of walk in and walk out. Like, there's multiple doors, multiple entrances. Right. And I was down there working, and I had to go to the bathroom. Right. So I look, I look, and I'm like, okay, this looks like a place I could just walk in where nobody's going to question me, and I'm not going to have, you know, I can go and go to the bathroom. Really? So, so you thought, oh, I'm going to go to the black bar because uh, me being a white guy, no one's going to question me, huh? Yeah, yeah, that that actually that yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. All right, good. So I walk in, I walk into the bathroom. Now there's three stalls, but there's there's the the pisser and then right. two shitters, right? Right. So I end up going into the middle shitter, right? Oh wait, so you're you're actually in a stall. I'm in a stall. Okay, you're not at a urinal. Not at a urinal. Okay. I'm at a stall. And I start peeing. And all of a sudden I hear in the stall next to me, Hey, would you like to make a donation to you know Black Kids Urban Youth Foundation or something like that? And it was a younger voice. Right. It was a black guy. I mean, right. I I think it was. It sounded he sounded black. Right. Not to judge, but <laughs> and I am dumbfounded at this point. And I'm like Dude, did you just hit me up for a donation as I'm pissing? He's like, yeah. I'm like, well, you know what, man? I'll give you an A for effort, man. Right there. I'll give you an A for effort. He's like, so are you going to make a donation? I'm like, no. And he's like, well, why don't you love me? I had no response. And I I washed my hands and I left at that point because what the fuck are you asking a motherfucker for a donation for in the shitter? Like, is this your spot? Is this where you're like, how effective is this strategy? Okay. My only takeaway from this is you are the biggest fucking hypocrite possibly on the planet. Why? What are you talking about? Why? Okay. Just last week on the show, I pointed out to our listeners how while I was at a fucking urinal taken a leak with my dick in my hand you came up and grabbed me by the shoulders and attempted to spin me around so i was pissing everywhere 
Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. So for you to be upset that someone actually dared speak to you during, uh, you know, uh, while you were taking a leak, I would say is pretty hypocritical. On top of that, you got upset that the guy asked, you know, why don't you love me? Which literally, you say that to me about 10 times a day. In fact, that day, shortly after trying to make me urinate all over myself, as I was leaving, you said, I love you, but I love you. Okay? So so for you, to, you just met your fucking doppelganger, man. That's you. In fact, I don't think any of this actually happened. I think it's all in your head. I think you've developed a completely separate personality to, in order to deal with these things that you can't understand why you actually do in the real world. All right. So all right. this is your, your this is some type of, at bare minimum it's cosmic payback. I got you. You know. I got you. And okay. and the funny thing is is you don't actually see it that way, do you? No, not really. <laughs> but now that you've now that you hold on, now that you've fully explained it on air. I got to tell you, so maybe a little bit of me, it does understand that there's a little cosmic justice that happened there. <laughs> right. So I'll go with it. I'll go with it. I think that there might be a little cosmic justice. I do think that the two scenarios are completely different. Right. You know what I'm saying? But but Well, hang on a second. I, I just want to go on the record again. What did I tell you would happen if you ever grabbed me again while I'm taking a leak? Uh, you said you were going to punch me in the face. That's right. And that stands. And that's not a bit. I, I, didn't, I will fucking well, punch it, you it, in the face. Well, it's a bit. Those it's things not aren't mutually exclusive. You fucking no. It can be a bit and really happen at the same time. Okay. Well, that's true. Yeah. I, I'm just saying this is, I'm not no, just I saying understand, that for comedic Look, I understand the, okay. the rules that go along with right. any additional touching of you in the bathroom. We can still be friends, but there will be consequences. Oh, no, no, no. no. There, yeah. I, look, I'm not going to hold it against you. You've <laughs> laid out, yes. you've communicated very effectively. Right. What will happen if I do it again? Correct. And I have to make a decision as to whether I want to deal with the punishment of that. <laughs> you did say at the time it might be worth it. <laughs> it might be. It's not. Look, there, I can't think of a scenario right now where it's worth it. <laughs> okay. However, I, how, I'm, however, I'm with that being said, that. yeah, the bar is not very high. <laughs> so, like, there will be an opportunity that's going to come up that I'm going to go. You know what, man? Yeah, I'll take a punch in the face for this one. Yeah. Like, it, here's the thing. What it does is it really raises the stakes as to when you do it. Like, it's going to have to be at a, um, like, it'll be somewhere where it'll be worth it. Like, you will punch me in front of a crowd of people. Like, you will punch me in front oh, of gee, people we you know. know. Now I just realized I set up an actual incentive for you to do this now. In a weird way. Because like, it, well, you're, you're, like, going to want to be punched look, in the no, face hold on. now. It's not like you've set up an incentive per se. You've just created a situation that I know what will happen. <laughs> so, and, and hope, look, and hopefully this same scenario doesn't happen tonight in my confrontation with the Tampa Police Department. Yeah, you, you put that in the show notes. I have no idea what that means. So so why are you confronting the Tampa Police Department tonight? All right, so last Saturday I was and down... And for the record, I'm, I'm apparently letting you have another Uber story. Yes. Yeah, so last Saturday, I was down in Ebor, and I was picking up a, a rider because somebody had requested to get picked up down in Ebor. Now, you're not allowed to pick up people on 7th Avenue unless you get in one of those parking spots on the side there. You know, they have the parallel parking on the side of right. 7th yeah. in some areas. It's not in most of it, but in some of the areas. And for those of you who don't know the Tampa Bay area, um, Ybor City is the like the bar district in Tampa. Ton of bars. It's an old street. It looks actually it looks a lot like uh, the French Quarter in New Orleans. It looks a little bit like yes. that. a lot smaller of a version, a little bit cleaner and not nearly as smelly. Mm, I don't know. Almost as smelly. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, slightly cleaner, maybe. Yeah. yeah. 
But at any rate, so you're not allowed to pick people up on 7. The cops will give you a ticket for that. Right. Now, the cops are also closing the fucking side streets that you would be allowed to pick up fucking people on. So, you know, the streets that go into 7th? Right. They're blocking those off. Right. This creates a conflict as far as as I'm concerned. So they had this one sign that said road closed, but they had enough space on the side of it. And there's no reason for it to be closed. Right. There's nothing going on other than they just they arbitrarily put up a fucking road closed sign. So I turn because I got to pick those people up from there, Right. Get lit up instantly. Yeah. I didn't even see where the cop was, but instantly get lit up. Right. And then so I put the car in park. I get out of the vehicle and the cop. Get back in your vehicle. sir. Get back in your vehicle. You know, because whatever. Right. So I get back in the vehicle and he and the guy's like, hey, did you see the road close sign? I'm like, yeah, but I'm, I'm, I'm picking up a ride. I'm, I'm an Uber driver. I'm picking up a ride here. You didn't see the sign? I'm like, no, no, I saw the sign. I'm just. I, <laughs> I just don't care. I, I had to get off a seventh <laughs> in order to pick somebody up. Right. Give me your license. So he gives me the license. It waits back there like 15 minutes. Like He's just taking an extra long time. Right. He's an extra big dick. Yeah. Comes back. And he's like, I see you get pulled over quite a little bit around here. I'm sure your insurance company doesn't like that. So I'm going to give you back your license. And I'm like, let me ask you a question. I'm like, if I would have picked up those people on 7th Ave, would you have given me a ticket for that? Yeah. You just need to follow the law. You just need to follow the law. So at the time, I'm not going to I'm like, okay, because I can't afford for this guy to give me a ticket. Right. If you're going to let me off. I'll, I'll just have to sit there, take the abuse right. that I'm obviously getting from you, yeah. take the ticket and go. However, with that being said- To not take the ticket. To not take the ticket. I take no. my license back and go. And the people were all apologetic in the car because they realized it was their fucking fault because they weren't moving. Right. So I, you know, I'm like, no big deal. I dropped them off, but, but it's been eating at me all week long. Right. So tonight, before it gets crazy busy down in, in, in Ebor, I'm going to go down there. I'm going to park my vehicle far enough away where the cops can't fucking- Bust me, right? And I'm going to go down there, and I'm going to confront him. <laughs> and the reason I'm going to confront him is this: you have created no-win situations for drivers down here, right? And that needs to end, and it needs to end right now. Now, if you guys aren't going to recognize that this is a fucking problem, and you're not going to allow us to make money, then I'm going to have to find the person that I need to talk to in order to make this happen, because you guys cannot continue to harass me. Mm-hmm. Which don't get me wrong, is probably going to cause me to get harassed more. But right, you're you're no, no. Here's the thing. There's had, no win in this I've, situation. I've had for enough. You. I've had enough. It doesn't matter. There's I, I there's understand. absolutely nothing you can accomplish because they're doing this intentionally to prevent people from getting Uber rides so that they can do more DWIs. Well, I know. And that's, I, I mean, and that's, that's, and that's really what, what they're doing. And that's exactly what I'm going to tell them. Yeah, I'm going to say you you've set this up to deter us from getting business so you can pull more people over for drunk driving, yeah. which in turns means there's more drunks on the road, which in turns mean more people are going to get killed, which is what you, which you don't give a fuck about. Like, again, it's the end of the month. They got quotas. I'm, 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 so, I'm so fucking But here's right the now. thing. It, 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 all of that is true, but there's literally nothing you can accomplish by talking to the cops about it other than, you know, potentially getting fucking tased and arrested. Well, if that happens, and, and that why? happens. Yeah, you know, why? Because I'm not going to... You know what? I'm not putting up with it. I'm, I'm just you not, are putting I'm, up with it. That's the thing. You're not going to accomplish anything. All you're going to do is temporarily make yourself feel better for venting and probably create a scenario where you're going to jail. Hmm. I mean, it, it, seriously, there's no benefit to it. I mean, and that's what people need to understand. You can't... You can't... You can't confront this. You just can't. A- unless you're willing to, you know, resort to violence... 
then you're never going to win this battle. Well, it's just going to keep getting worse and worse and worse because it has nothing to do with you. It has nothing to do with safety. It has nothing to do with protecting and serving. It has nothing to do with any of that shit. You know? So you just have to understand that the entire nation is occupied by a, an invading force of mobsters. Look, at the end you know, of the day, and the best least, thing to do is keep your fucking head yeah, down. At least it will be good video because I'm going to record the entire thing. Yeah, well. So. Again, you're, you're just, you know, you're, you're you're pissing up a rope, man. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Hey, so is Pelosi, but what are we going to do? <laughs> God bless Pelosi. Yeah, right. You know? So so let's get, into, let's get into this here. All right. So Pelosi, for whatever reason, has decided that she wants to go to Taiwan? Yeah. Why? Um, piss off the Chinese. Uh, this is obviously a concerted effort to provoke the Chinese. And it's working. Yeah. Um, basically, this is the Democrats saying... Oh, fuck, we've got no prayer of winning the midterms. Oh, fuck, we've got no prayer of winning the presidency in 2024. Um, so let's start a war. Let's change the narrative. You know? um, Do you think that Pelosi is doing this specifically to start a war with China? Uh, not necessarily a war, but to, yes, uh, to, yeah, I think this is specifically designed to uh, ratchet up the if nothing else the belligerence between the two nations uh to you know I I increase the perceived hostility between the two and of course it's an effort to uh you know um get some uh, more intel for her husband to trade on as far as the semiconductor industry goes <laughs> Isn't it, here's the thing so too that's it's one of the main reasons that look this is why i'm so torn about this because there's nothing i would rather see uh, then <laughs> Pelosi's plane, uh, you know, exploding in a fireball. That would just, you know, be entertaining as hell for me. Uh, but by the same token, then I lose all the insider trading information I get by following Paul Pelosi's trades. Mm. So it's it, that could cost me money. Um, and as far as a war between the U.S. and China, that's going to happen anyway. Just a matter of time. Yeah. So, you know, if it happens now, happens in two, three years, five years down the road, it's it, it's going to happen anyway. So, so, so hold might on. as well get it over with. This is what the Chinese this is what the Chinese Chinese have said. If the United States goes ahead with this, the Chinese military will never watch and do nothing. Tan said it will take strong measures to thwart any external interference and separatist plans for Taiwan independence and resolutely defend national sovereignty and territorial integrity. Right. And the Chinese may actually take this as the impetus. Look, China is going to invade Taiwan. There's absolutely no doubt about it. They are going to do it when they feel they're ready. However, if they can get opportunistic about it and if they think they're they're close enough to being ready, they may use this as an example, you know, to, to just kick off the war. Uh, now, they did say they would shoot down um, uh, Pelosi's plane if it's accompanied by U.S. fighter jets because they will consider that an invasion of their sovereign territory, which they consider Taiwan to be. Um, so, yeah, we'll see what happens. Um yeah, could be a war. Now, there's a lot of people in the administration telling her not to do this. Right. So I'm just, it's it's just weird that this well, of seems course to they be are for cover. But for cover. It, it, so it, you think that they really do want her to do this, but they're they're just doing that for cover. They absolutely need something to take the economy off the front pages. Well, that's true. If they want to win elections, and make no mistakes, this is about who stays in power. It has nothing to do with what's best for the American people. It has nothing to do with what's best for the world. Or Taiwan independence. None or... of that. It's, it's to you know keep the economy off the front pages of the newspaper. 
because what's going on right now, and again, I, I'm going to skip around a little bit here, but it, it ties right in. Um, there is a concerted effort to completely redefine everything having to do with the word recession. Now, historically, a recession is defined by economists when a, uh, a nation's GDP exhibits negative growth for two consecutive quarters. Now, this has been something that's... It, it's This has been the definition of, if you look up recession in you know the the dictionary that's what it'll tell you a condition where uh, you know a country's gdp exhibits negative growth for at least two consecutive quarters yeah okay last week we got our gdp numbers and we were in the second quarter of negative growth so we have met the definition of a recession or at least what was commonly referred to as that of, of that but of course now it's changed because you literally have every left-leaning news outlet in America talking about how this isn't a recession. Um, and I'm just going to read some headlines. I don't even want to go into the articles. First headline is Biden insists there's no recessions, no recession as he confronts latest economic risk. That's from the New York Times. That's from New York Times. CNBC, Fred, Fed Chair Jerome Powell says he does not think the U.S. is currently in a recession. From the Hill, why another GDP decline may not mean the U.S. is in recession. Um, from CNBC also, Yellen says the economy is not in a recession despite GDP slump. So what they've done is they've actually tried to redefine what a recession is. And it, it went further than that is now they actually have a group of eight economists who now decide what a recession is because they're no longer going with the textbook definition. This is from the Washington Post. So uh, the, the title is, if it comes up here, is the eight economists who decide if the U.S. is in a recession. Even if gross domestic product figures show a shrinking economy, a recession won't officially have begun unless the National Bureau of Economic Research says so. <laughs> it's like you you can't make this shit up. This is literally, you know, this is you know, double speak or Orwellian double speak here. It's like this is. I mean, this is a a, a blanket <laughs> naked example of this. Right, right. And uh, I'll read a little bit from it. Democrats and Republicans have begin begun arguing over whether the U.S. economy is in a recession ahead of a key data release on Thursday. But the official pronouncement will ultimately come down to a little-known group of economists selected by the National Bureau of Economic Research called the Business Cycle Dating Committee, which stubbornly takes its time and tries to wall itself off from political interference or attempts to spin its findings. Okay, look, we have a definition of recession. It's just like they've tried to redefine inflation, you know? I mean, it, you have everybody talking about well, it's the gas prices that are causing inflation. Oh, it's the war in Ukraine that's causing the Inflation has a singular definition, and that is an increase in the monetary supply. There is one cause for inflation, and it's the fact that the United States government in the past few years has spent $9 trillion that it does not have. And in order to make that happen, the Fed has had to essentially add that $9 trillion to their balance sheet, increasing the monetary supply by that amount through quantitative easing, which creates inflation. And that is it. And we told you this was going to happen in in starting in February of 2020. 
We've been telling you this the whole time. We laid out the exact plan how it was going to happen, and here it is. And that's where we are today. Now, the one thing that we were wrong about is we thought it would happen in you know nine months to a year. It took longer than that. Um, and the reason it took longer than that was because all the direct stimulus that they did. So it took a while for the people to actually feel it. Well, yeah, because the, here's the thing. The Fed and, and, other net, uh, and other organizations are able to manipulate it in a way in which kind of keeps the ball rolling or, or passes yeah. the kicks the can down the road. Exactly. It delays the effect on the street of it. But eventually and that's it's exactly happen. what they did. Yeah. Yeah. And again, it's it's just it's staggering to me how all these people and these are like respected economists and you know everybody just goes along with it. That's what I don't understand that nobody stands up and says the emperor has no clothes. You know, there's nobody out there saying, look, look up. In fact, I'm going to go ahead and do that right now. I want to see what the. You know, this reminds me actually of a good song, by the way. What's that? Led Zeppelin, 10 years gone. And though the course may change sometimes, rivers always reach the sea. Wow. That was uh, random and irrelevant. Um, what do you mean it was irrelevant? That was totally irrelevant. I, I don't even dickhead. know. Hang on a second. I want to see recession definition. Okay. Well, they've changed it now. No, no. A period of temporary economic decline during which trade and industrial uh, activity are reduced, generally identified by a fall in GDP in two successive quarters. Yeah. I, there you go. That's the definition right there. Now, you know? now, let me ask you a question. Have you heard about the Wikipedia part of this? No. So Wikipedia freezes edits to recession entry after editors try to align it with Biden. No shit. Yeah. Wikipedia plays a temporary freeze on edits to its recession entry after editors clamored to align the page with the Biden administration's claim that the U.S. is not currently in a recession. God, you know what? That's another organization I donate money to, Wikipedia. Oh, Because really? God bless them. Because one thing, for the most part, they try to be as neutral as and unbiased and factual as possible. And you got to give them credit for that. So editors added new text about how in the United States, recession is defined by the National Bureau of Economic Research, mirroring what the White House Council of Economic Advisors said in a memo discussing the way econo economists identify recession. In the United States, a recession is, is defined by the Bureau, National Bureau of Economic Research as a significant decline in economic activity spread across the market, lasting more than a few months, normally visible in real GDP, real income, employment, industrial production, and wholesale retail sales reads some of the text editors added to the Wikipedia definition. Right. So I wouldn't give them total credit, but I'd give them a little bit of credit. Right. Earlier this month, Wikipedia's definition of recession did not mention MBER as the gatekeeper for deciding the US, when the U.S. is in a recession. That came out of nowhere. That's never been a thing before. They just invented that. Mm -hmm. Well, it, they've had it ready for the for the rollout, and this is the rollout. Well, yeah, probably since uh, early 2020 when they knew this was going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they're not stupid. They, right. I mean, they may be evil, but they're not stupid. Right. Now, hold on. I do have a question for you. I'm going to play a little devil's advocate on this one. Okay. Do you think that there are more factors at play that would determine whether there is an actual recession going on than just one GDP number? Like, then is it is it... Is it a bad look? Is is that definition, which I would agree, it was totally the definition before. Is that an inaccurate uh, uh, look? No, not at all. Okay, why not is at all. That? I I don't think so. I honestly, I think we actually need more words for economic conditions. I don't think we have enough 
words to describe various different economic conditions. And, and, and that's true. However, uh, a recession is a very specific thing. It has always been a, a very specific thing. And it has always been two consecutive quarters of negative GDP growth. Now, let me ask you another question. Because of how much the government has screwed up the country right now, especially the economy by closing right. everything down and then yeah. open it back up and then providing all this stimulus. Like they have maneuvered the levers in a way that they've never really done in the past, or at least they uh, did it. They did it in such a, like they did it in such a, an exaggerated way that it's been different than what's been done in the past. They've never had this much on their balance sheet before. They've never done. And, and this was prior. This is over the past several years. Uh, they've never done as aggressive quantitative easing. Uh, they've never held interest rates at zero for so long. Um, so yeah, there's a, you know, that rubber band snaps back. Yeah. And so now, uh, the only way out of the inflation, and, and again, you can't reverse the inflation, the, the, the monetary system with the, the fiat currency, the monetary system we have, you'll almost never have deflation. It's very, very difficult. And when deflation does actually happen, it's usually an extremely short-term thing and very limited. Yeah. Um, but even to get inflation back to the 2% per year target, um, you're going to need to raise interest rates into double digits. We're going to need probably 11 or 12 percent, uh, you know, base interest rates, uh, you know, uh, the, the Fed, uh, Fed funding or Fed lending rate, um, you know, to uh, before we can get this back under control. You know, and it's just going to keep spiraling. You know, this, yeah, is, this is the beginning. Yeah, it's yeah, uh, potentially, potentially. And again, everyone talking about, and you will hear this over and over and over again commodity prices causing uh, inflation gas prices causing inflation oh it's all about energy oh it's the food prices causing inflation every single one of those things are a symptom of the root cause of inflation which is the fed essentially printing for lack of a better word more money but you won't you will not you hear will, that from no, anybody no that's gone out of the public conversation and it's gone from both political parties yes. but neither one of them will admit to it yes because they are th <laughs> All of them now, both parties, none of them, none of them will ever, ever spend what they can afford to spend. They're yeah. all going to spend more than they're that. all going to spend. Well, more. You got to remember this, too, is that and again, it's it's real convenient right now that the Republicans will blame the Democrats for the excess spending. Right. It's bullshit. When it, no, no. It, not only is it bullshit. The justification for why the Dems did this is because the Republicans did it first. Right. Is because Trump spent that kind of money first. Trump was the one that gave out checks to everybody first. Remember, he put his fucking name on all of them. Right. Like, if you're going to be sent a letter telling you yeah. I did this. Yeah. 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 There, there's <laughs> right. not more yeah. proof that you can give than that. All you Trump supporters that are talking about, you know, how great he did for the economy. Just remember that letter you got saying I was the one who gave you all this money that we printed out of thin air. And that's the reason that you're paying $15 a pound for beef and, uh, you know, four bucks at the pump. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's it's very easy right now to blame the current administration. However, you have to blame the prior administration for setting the groundwork in order to make this happen well really you have to blame every administration going back to 1917 well, no no no, absolutely you know, but you know this but, this this yeah. latest reiteration is a bipartisan effort it was totally a bipartisan effort right and for anybody up there to say anything different is just lying to you because every congress and every president throughout 
American history, at least modern American history, past 120 years, say, um, has spent more money than the prior one. And everyone since, you know, uh, well before, you know, World War II has spent much more than they took in. And all of that extra money, all of that extra money has been printed out of thin air. Except for Clinton. <laughs> Except for Clinton. Yeah. No, by, except for Bill Clinton. No, by the by the end of his term, it was back up. He did cut the budget a little bit, and then it raised it back up. Well, it, he got the budget, and then revenue went up too. So that means he was bringing oh, more money in. Right. So yeah, like, he wasn't right. spending more than he was bringing. That in. is true. He did have a, a couple of years of budget surpluses. Yeah, yeah. Like, except, but that was all from the except dot com for bubble. fucking Clinton. Yeah. you know, like yeah. oh my god. Right. Like, exactly. Look, if, if 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 you were to say in the '90s that Clinton will be the last fiscal conservative in the office, you know, you would have been like, "What are you talking he, about?" He's technically, you know, he's the only fiscally conservative president within the last several decades. Yeah. You know. So there you go. Unbelievable, know, by the way, that you have to. It's, look, look, I hate Clinton anyway, but like it's 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 unbelievable that you can say that. Everything that the average American thinks they know is wrong. That's really the bottom yeah. line. It, it, none of the reasons you think anything happens are correct. It, it's they're just not. You know. Oh no, you hear, and I hear, <laughs> I hear people say dumb shit all the time. And you know, the funny thing is, is, is so many people that are lying to you know that. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, there's no economist in the world that doesn't know what really causes inflation. There's no economist in the world that doesn't know what what a recession really means. And yet they're all just lying to you. I, I don't know why. I don't know what's... No, they're lying to you because they can. But why? What's their incentive? Uh, you money? Know? Power? I don't know. I don't know. But yeah. I, I, I don't know. But like, you know, at, at this point, look, at this point, the only uh, solution to this is uh, a French Revolution. Yeah, solar flare. Solar flare could happen, could help as well. But solar flare, in addition to a French Revolution, would be ideal. Yeah, yeah, that would be good. There's, Literally, heads got a roll in this one. There's another possible uh, way that uh, we can all be saved, and that's if the monkeys take over. <laughs> yes. What? What the fuck is going on with the monkeys? Right. Right. I, it, folks, we may actually need to consider the possibility that we are in an interspecies war <laughs> right now, and we may not know it. There are instances happening all over the world and I, I don't recall seeing these in you know years and decades past where large groups of primates different types of monkeys in, in a lot of different cases are like rising up against humans we've got another story this week uh, from France 24 and the headline is marauding monkeys injure 42 in Japanese city okay um, I mean that's <laughs> 42 people were injured by a gang of monkeys that invaded a town. Okay? And, and look, this is not, you know, this is not uh, Uganda here. This is not, you know, uh, Senegal or someplace. This is fucking Japan. Hold on. Hold on. An island. Right. Yeah. An island. Now, when it, here's the well, thing. And, you want to know what the problem is, by the way? You read the first fucking headline. You read the first part of it. Local authorities in Japan, Yamachi City, said Monday that they are turning to Yamaguchi, tranquilizer guns. Way. Yamaguchi, whatever. So they are turning to tranquilizer guns to confront marauding monkeys that have injured 42 in recent weeks. Now, 
You want to talk about why gun control is a bad fucking idea? Let's talk about the monkeys. (laughs) (laughs) You're resorting to tranquilizer guns. You know why? Because you can't have guns in Japan. Right. Right. Yeah. And the sticks ain't working, bitch. (laughs) Right. And, And that's just one story. Here's another story from this week. Monkeys in India attack family, throwing baby from roof, killing him instantly. So this gang of monkeys attacked this family and yanked an infant from the arms of his father and then threw him off the roof. Yeah. Killing the kid instantly. Yeah. Yeah. Four-month-old baby. And this happens more and more. They're they're attacking humans, specifically going after babies because it's easier for them, and intentionally killing children. Now, you you want to know the funny part about this? Is Hmm. that if this did start happening in America, you would see, like, fucking, like... Like monkeys would never, like monkeys would no longer exist in America. Right. Like oh, we yeah. would kill them all. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's that's the greatest thing about the Second Amendment ever is that <laughs> if it happens here, we'll kill them all. <laughs> well, we don't have any uh, real indigenous uh, primates uh, other than humans uh, in uh, North America, so I don't I don't think we have much of an issue in that. But we do actually have in some places in Florida. There's a uh, you know a handful of monkeys that have escaped from zoos and and. Things like that. Yeah, but those monkeys wouldn't dare start fucking killing. Wouldn't start dare grabbing babies. There's not enough of them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, not just that though. Now here's the. Let me put it another way. So you remember the rabbit thing, right? Remember the, there's rabbits all over Pinellas. Oh, County. I got a I got a rabbit story by the way. Another one. Yeah, from from uh, just two nights ago. All right, but yeah. hold on. But let me just say this part though: is that if rabbits started being at all aggressive like they were with you the other day, right? We'd kill them all. Right. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. and eat them w- without in question. front of other rabbits. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know how monkeys taste. I've never eaten a monkey, but uh, I, you know, India should find out. They start getting froggy. I'm going to learn. Yeah, <laughs> you know. But yeah, I'll, I'll tell this rabbit story real quick. So, letting the dog out about midnight, one o'clock in the morning. You're going out for backyard for a smoke and letting the dog out to you know do her business. Uh, this is my dingo, um, and uh, and and that's not a pet name for my penis. That's my dog is actually a dingo. Um, but everybody <laughs> thought that. I don't know why you had to mention your penis. <laughs> well, you know, it's kind of gay. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Um, so, and a lot of times there'll be a rabbit in the backyard and the dog will charge after it. And of course, the rabbit will outrun the dog and skitter away some way. But the other night, my dog caught one. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it basically, she caught him and, and the, the thing started squealing like crazy. Um, and she stopped and like, Okay, what do I do now? <laughs> you know, she really didn't know what to do. So I, I called her off, said, get away. And I looked at the rabbit, and the rabbit looked like it had been injured before because it had, like, the whole back end, the fur was missing and everything. Like, And, and the dog didn't have enough time to do that kind of yeah, damage. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, it's, uh, I thought I was going to have to put down this rabbit, and I'm like, ah. Oh fucking you know so i got a flashlight and went and got a shovel and i came back and i'm thinking i'm just gonna you know chop this thing's head off put it out of its misery there because it was it was lying there and and whimpering and all that and son of a bitch if if you know i'm I'm about to to take the shovel this thing that thing didn't get up and hop away so it did get up it did get up and hop away yeah so i died somewhere else probably you know what though you know i I wish you would have killed that rabbit why yeah i'm in that mood I, yeah, I hate killing things. Like just before the show, there was a moth in here, and I actually cupped it in my hands and took it outside. You're like a Buddhist you know, monk fuck, at this point, man. I know. I don't know what's gotten into me. I don't. I, I I just refuse to kill anything these days. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I was in. Hold on, I was in. I rescue I like like June bugs out of my pool and and bumblebees. I find bumblebees and June bugs floating around on my pool. I'll take them out and inevitably with the June bugs, I'll like put them out on the on the deck there, and within seconds a lizard comes by and eat them. So they just found a different demise. But you know, at least I didn't let them drown. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> so what were you saying? I said, here's the thing. It's so bad now. I was in downtown Tampa, right, and I was over by like a block away from from the arena. And I was standing outside, and I noticed maybe 15 feet away was a roach on the ground. Right. I literally ran over to that roach and stomped the fuck out of it. Well, roaches I don't have too much of a problem with. But, uh, like, there's a, a, a spider in my bathroom. Um, and he'd been there for a couple of days, just hanging out in the, the corner of the wall by the, the toilet there. And I just, I left him alone. He left me alone. And I, I went in yesterday, and the spider was gone. And I saw my toilet seat was down. Uh, which means my wife was in there. I'm like, did you kill my spider? <laughs> he was my buddy. She, yeah, she killed the spider. It was your yeah. buddy? Yeah, just hey, hanging out there, man. You know, he wasn't, he wasn't hurting anybody. So, But, yeah, I don't know why I've become so, you know, zen-like with just not killing things eh, recently. That's all right. Yeah. All right, so here's the thing. I know that we're, we are we are definitely moving all over the place here. However, I do want to go into the next one, though. No, nobody nobody actually thinks we're moving all over the place. It's just because you we skipped around in the show notes. But as far as the flow of the show, from our listeners' perspective, it's been magnificent. Okay. Yeah. Well, this just because you fucked up the show notes and put them into some weird order, and I've repaired that by gracefully and professionally, you know, making the show flow in a proper direction, fixing your errors along the way, doesn't mean that that there's anything actually wrong. I hate you. Yeah. Okay. So, um, DeSantis files a complaint about a Winwood drag show performed in front of kids. You know. All right, so let me shut the fuck up. Let me read a little bit of this first, yeah. though, before we tell him to shut the fuck up. Right. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis administration filed a state complaint against Miami's Our House on Tuesday uh, that says that the Wynwood Bar's weekend drag show brunches exposed minors to sexually explicit drag shows. The nature of the performances described above, particularly when conducted in the presence of young children, corrupts the public morals and outrages the sense of uh, and outrages the sense of public decency. The complaint says in an argument accusing our house of disorderly conduct. Um, so our house ownership uh, released a statement. We are aware of the complaint and are currently working with the Department of Business and Professional Regulation through our attorney to rectify the situation. We are hopeful that Governor DeSantis, a vociferous supporter of and champion of Florida's hospitality industry and small businesses, will see this as what it is, a misunderstanding, and that the matter will be resolved positively and promptly. Yeah. yeah. Now, here's the thing. The Go, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I was just going to say, the governor doesn't need to be involved in this fucking social conservative bullshit that he's only getting into because he's going to face a fucking Republican primary coming up and he wants to be the, the fucking, you know, the, the social. We, we need a term for, you know, you, you got the social justice warrior. What's the uh, what's the opposite of that for the, the social conservative warriors? You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's just uh, social right. conservative. I, I guess. I guess. But but that's what he's being. You know what? Here's the thing. If you take your kids to a drag show brunch, then you have made the decision that it's okay for your kids to see that. I can pretty much guarantee that nobody was shocked that this was going on. Okay? I'm sure they had signs out. Eh, maybe they didn't. Here's the thing. Maybe they didn't. Okay, but guess what? You go to a place like that, you're having brunch, you know, all of a sudden a, a, a sexually explicit drag show uh, starts and you're with your kids, you get up and you walk out. You know, 
simple as that. It's it's not a problem. I actually did that once in a hamburger Mary. I had my uh, my youngest son with me. He was about nine or ten at the time, and they there was all just the 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 overt. And it wasn't even the fact that it was so gay, it was totally gay, but just the overt sexuality, like two dudes making out in the booth next to us, like heavy petting and everything. It was just too much. And I'm, you know, threw a 20 down on the table and walked out. We'd, you know, so that's the thing is you can do that and you know not to go there again. And if the restaurant, whatever, puts a sign out that says, hey, we're going to have a, a, you know, a drag show and you still go in there with your kids, then, you know, you are tolerating that. You know, some parents might say, hey, I want my kids to be exposed to this. That's their business. So him getting involved, it just it just totally rubs me the wrong way. Even though I probably wouldn't take my kids to that, you know, just because, yeah, you know, no need for that. You know what I'm saying? Yes, I do. Yeah. Here's the thing. This place, our house, is a private establishment. Right. In order to go to these things, they had to pay 55 bucks for kids or 55 bucks for adults, 30 bucks for kids. So you had to pay a lot of money to go in there to begin with. So presumably everyone going in there knew that it was going to be a drag show. Everybody in there knew exactly what it was going to be. Then that's on you. And here's the thing. Do I think it's the proper place to bring a three-year-old or a five-year-old or something like that? Not necessarily. Not my kid, but Not it's totally kid. up to you with what you do with your kid. But, but they shouldn't make a law, and government shouldn't be involved. A- exactly. Period. And you know what? For DeSantis to not defend property rights in this one yeah. shows that he is an unprincipled person. Oh, he's totally Because here's the thing. Well, he, look, his principles are the social uh, police state, for lack of a better term, and to utilize government in order to do this. I don't think those are his actual core principles. I think he's just doing whatever it takes for him to a win a primary and b become the next president. Yeah. So I think that he, I I think his honestly his instincts would be similar to ours, because I don't understand how someone understands freedom in one way but not in another well i guess half the country understands freedom one way and the other half understands it the other way so maybe i do but um i would tend to give him the benefit of the doubt that his instinct would be more towards like you're saying property rights freedom it's business owner's choice you know so everything's voluntary but i think he's doing this 100 percent for a, a political expedience which honestly in my view makes it worse you know than if he actually believed this sort of thing. If he was just a your typical, you know, evangelical Bible thumper when and you know didn't like gays type of thing, um, that would almost be more acceptable than knowing he's doing the wrong thing and doing it anyway. You, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, I guess so. I just I, here's the thing. Like, look, I'm not, I'm not, I personally, I'm not going to drag shows. Just not my thing. Yeah, not my thing either. I don't really care. God though. bless like, you. If, if you want, yeah. If you want to do it, fine. Yeah, right. You want to bring your kids to it too? That's fine too. Yeah, your kids, Again, your business. I, I, yeah, I'm, right. not, I'm not here to. I'm not here to judge. Right. You know, and at the same time, I, but I don't want the government involved in it at all. Right. Not my thing. But I, I can't, I'm not going to stop it because you know what? This is what actual freedom means. Freedom means I may not agree with what you're going to do. Right. But you have the right and the freedom to do it. Right. And and uh, from the the other side of the equation is. I don't have to embrace 
your lifestyle. I don't have to celebrate your lifestyle. I don't have to say that Caitlyn Jenner is a stunning and beautiful woman. Yeah, because <laughs> she's know? not. Right. She's a, yeah, she's a dude as far as I'm concerned. Having said that, freedom means that I have to accept the fact that you have every right to do whatever you want to in your own life, and I have to tolerate it. And people do not understand the difference between acceptance and tolerance. You know? Yeah, well, they want to conflate the two. Right. Yeah. And well, now, I don't, have, thing, to, I don't, don't have to love something to tolerate it. Well, no, no. And here's the thing. I, I, I will say this, is that I do think that sometimes pointing out the fact that the government shouldn't make a rule and celebrating the freedom that that person has to do whatever they want to do right. is something that I would do. Oh, yeah. I, I do celebrate the freedom. So I res- it's, it's like burning the flag. Right. Yeah, exactly. It's like burning the yeah. flag. Look, I'm not a flag burner. Right. I'm not going to burn a flag. However, I do think that one of the greatest things of this country is that you can take the flag, put it in the middle of a freaking square as long as you own the flag. Right. As long as it's your flag. Right. And burn that motherfucker right there in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. Like that is what that's that is a symbol of what makes this country great. You know, and if I'm walking down a, a street and I look in the window of a bar and they've got a poster for a drag show about to happen, I'm like, good for them. And I keep walking by because I don't want to see it. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? Because it, it's not my thing. But I love the fact that you can do that or whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. Well, you it's know? like, look, it's like with the bake the cake thing, right? It's right. Like, it's yeah. Like we've and we've explained this in the past. I support the baker's right to bake the to, to not bake the cake. Right. I support the protesters' right to protest the guy to, right. to, to that he's not baking the cake. Right. And I support big gay owls, really gay fucking cakes, right. new business that opened up across the street in order to gain that fucking business. Right. I can. Support Support all three of those things because I am a principled person. Yeah, you don't have to choose a side. You don't have to side with one individual or the other while expressing that they all have the right to do that. Yeah, you know, it goes the same. Look, because they're, they're talking about this, uh, they're going to codify gay marriage in the in the Constitution. They're going to, you know, they're basically going to, they're going to codify it before the Supreme Court, you know, decides to well, get rid of it, right? I, I, I can understand why they're going that route because they're, they're probably going to lose that right if they don't. Yeah, yeah. but the thing about it is this: is that what's not being talked about at all, and actually, what's being, der, der, uh, being, being, being. Uh, uh, spoken badly about is that the government shouldn't be involved in this at all. Right. And they're like, well, they're fucking libertarians and they don't want the government involved. Yeah. Well, God forbid we give you the right fucking answer that would actually solve this fucking problem. You culture warrior fucks. Right. And, and the thing is, is you should understand that getting government out of marriage altogether is the best solution because the only reason that government actually started issuing marriage licenses was to prevent interracial marriages. Yeah. Yeah. Before, what was it, the 1930s or 40s? Something like that. It was in that time period. I don't remember the exact date, but it was in that time period when marriage licensing first started happening because there were states that didn't want black and white people to get married. Yeah. You know, before that, it was just up to the churches. Yeah. Look, here's you know? the thing. If you really, really, really wanted to end uh, systemic racism in the country, then getting rid of something like this would actually be how you do it. Right. Codifying it into law doesn't fucking fix it. No. You know why? Because there's still going to be people that don't want to do it. Right. Yeah. So it just eliminate it altogether right the government the only thing government recognizes is if two people want to enter into a contract and then anybody can enter a fucking whatever contract they want to yeah 
It, it, yeah. it takes away the it takes away the problem. But here's the thing: neither side wants to take away the problem. And this is where the this is where it really comes down to. If you're a person on either one side of this issue or on the other side of this issue, to be honest with you, admit that you don't want to fix the problem. Admit that all you want to do is to push your ideology on the other side, right. and you want to bludgeon them with the force of government. That you that, that you need to first have the realization that you're fucking wrong, right. and that all you've been doing is fucking wrong, and that you need to, the only way to fix yourself is to a admit you're a fucking status piece of shit and stop doing it well this whole this whole justification of the other side's doing it the other side's doing this stop being a fucking five-year-old in this goddamn world and start actually taking some goddamn responsibility for yourself and also understand that you want to use the force of government against other people well you have to also understand that ultimately with the exception of a couple of issues here and there there's no real difference between the right and the left now i know i know i know it's just it's so it's so infuriating prime example of that Who's building a border wall? <laughs> well, Joe Biden is. Uh, you know what? No, I will say this, though. Normally, I would never put any article up from BizPack Review, by the way. I right. would never in a million years put one up because I disgustingly hate this fucking website. Uh, just out, so out of curiosity, I, I'm, I'm why? Just, I, why do you hate them so much? Look, I, they, because they've been around for a long fucking time, and I know the people that are behind this fucking website, and they all suck fucking ass. Is is it left or right lean? Who right? No, no, it's a right lean. Right? Oh no, total right lean. Okay, yeah, I, I, I don't follow it enough to to know what their bias is, but this is an actual factual article. Um, after endlessly bashing former President Trump over building the border wall, President Joe Biden has quietly reversed course and has given the nod to fill in the gaps in the U.S.-Mexico border near Yuma, Arizona. Uh, so essentially, he's given uh, the Department of Homeland Security authorization to complete uh, more of the border wall in Arizona. <laughs> after all that shit. And it's just, for me, look... I, I, I don't want borders. I don't want governments. I, I think people should be free to move across imaginary lines on maps anytime they want to. Um, but it, it just, to me, so underscores that you know, everything you hear these people say is just a lie. It, it, you know, like Democrats don't like wetbacks any more than Republicans like wetbacks. Yeah, libertarians are the only ones who do. <laughs> right. And I'm using that term from their perspective. You know, it, it just it, seriously. All these people are very rich people who live in their own little gated communities in their own little insulated world, and they want nothing to do with the likes of any of us. Yeah, yeah, you know, that's really it's a big the club, line. and you ain't in it. Yeah, and, and, and they don't give a shit, and they will do whatever it takes to maintain their power and money, and that usually means fucking you in about twenty-seven different ways every day. Well, and also you distracting know. you from who the actual enemy is. Right. Right. Which, as they we got, all know, they got us all fight. They got us all fighting each other instead of focused on them. The real enemy, mm-hmm. China. <laughs> For now, anyway. Yeah. Well, no, no. Look, the, here's the thing. Maybe Iran. The enemy could be China, but Russia? in all reality, here's the thing. In all reality, the enemy is this government. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. China's definitely an enemy. Russia's definitely an enemy. Yeah. But, yeah, but, but yeah. you know what? Though, here's the thing. They're not over here right now. Right. Exactly. You know who is? Joe Biden. <laughs> right. <laughs> and Ron DeSantis. Yeah, and Ron DeSantis. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm losing so much faith in that guy. So much. Faith. I mean, here's the thing. I know he's going to win the Republican nomination at this point. And I'm oh, yeah. sure he's going to be the next president of the United States. He probably is. And between him and Biden, I would probably pick DeSantis, even though I'm not picking either one of them. You know, I'm 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 going to go out. I, I'm going to say this on record now that I am very disappointed in my protege. I, I, I can understand fact, why. I may actually stop referring to the man who followed in my footsteps 
as my protege. I, I just, you know, the, the you man. You think he may lose the lose the moniker? The, the man. You think he's going to be upset about that? The man from my high school who was, uh, you know, decided after uh, seeing me uh, was inspired to run for governor. Yeah, I, I, I don't know if I can, uh, you know keep that up well, but we, uh, we got all kinds to get to in the second hour so if you want to go to patreon.com slash unattended baggage you want to you must you shall go to patreon.com if you don't you're a status forward slash unattended baggage we'll see you on the other side hey,